4th of November 2018, 3.57pm, Sunday. My name is James and this is Slopfest. Welcome. Welcome, welcome back to your weekly dose of weirdness. Uh, What's this podcast about? Well, essentially in this show we take two to three people from weird news stories or misconnections and uh, we just try to understand what their motivations are or were, what exactly they were thinking. Then as just a little added element at the end, we pit their stories against each other and we find ourselves a winner. We see who's out here doing it weirder. Who's doing life weirder? And man, have we got some doozies. Some doozies this week. First story here, Amethyst Realm, which apparently is an actual human being's name. Although up... After you hear this story, I think we can all agree that that is a pseudonym or she's changed her name to that. Amethyst Realm claims to have joined the Mile High Club with a ghost, one of 15 she claims to have slept with, and now says she is settling down with a poltergeist. After a nine-month relationship, she says her alternative lover, which, by the way, is the best term for having a ghost partner really like it's great language to call it an alternative lover it's like when apple say that they don't make sales they create owners i love that shit after a nine-month relationship she says that her alternative lover asked her to marry him during a romantic break last weekend i'm guessing she pays for all the trips away i think she might be the breadwinner in this relationship just a thought just a thought Amethyst explained how he didn't go down on one knee as he doesn't have any. Classic. Uh, They took a trip to Wookiee Hole Caves in Somerset. She says she finally heard his voice as he popped the question. So we're assuming... No, we're not even assuming because she said that was the first time she finally heard his voice. And she said she's been with this guy for nine months. How have you been communicating? We're suspending disbelief and we're we're assuming that this is even remotely real. It isn't. But we're going to assume that it is. It's not. But it could be. It definitely isn't. How? So, okay. So, they just didn't communicate for nine months. It was just, we communicated through the lover's touch, the ghostly touch. That's another good question, actually. When they go on, they went on holidays, do you buy two plane tickets? Does he just stand in the aisle? Like, how does that work? I could actually hear his voice and it was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. Totally real. A hundred percent real. That's what, that's what this is. She said yes and says she has left him to decide what kind of ring she gets, although she's hoping for an amethyst stone. I feel like you're going to be sorely disappointed on that wedding day. You come down the aisle to nobody with no ring being there. How, what do you mean you're leaving the ring decision to him? Is he, is he going to nip down to the shops? Peruse the, the engagement rings, the wedding rings? How does this work? How does any of this work? No, he didn't buy me a wedding ring. Ugh. Shitty ghost husband. Didn't even buy me a wedding ring. How, how? He doesn't have money. He can't have inter- Oh my God. Okay. Again, we're trying to, we're trying to believe that this is real, a hundred percent real, not real. But if it's real, how would any of this work? 
And did he ask her dad for her hand in marriage beforehand? These are the questions that we've got. Amethyst is planning a countryside wedding and says they are set on a hand fasting ceremony where the hands will be tied together, symbolizing their connection. How's that going to work? It's just going to be you tying your own hand to to nothing. How is that going to work? So many questions. God, I would love to be a guest at this wedding. She predicts it will be a big affair and says they haven't agreed the details yet. Oh, it's so hard to get him to sit down and fucking go over the details. He's so busy with his various hauntings. Amethyst says her spirit fiancé doesn't even have a name. Come on. Come on. This is... We're trying to believe this with you. And you're just making it even more... Like, how are you going to bind... How is he going to get the ring? How are you going to bind your hands together? They don't have a name. You can't legally marry a ghost. I don't know if anyone in her family has run that one by her. In fact, she says she isn't even 100% sure he is male, but says the gender of the ghost doesn't matter to her. Well, that's good. It's progressive. You know, actually, does that make you bisexual or is it a different category if it's a ghost? Bi-paranormal. Can you be, can you be meet universe heterosexual but bi-paranormal. Tweet me at Slopfest Podcast. I want to know. Can you be bi-paranormal? Is that a thing? Gay paranormal. Is that a thing? Can I be straight, meat world, gay, paranormal realm? I don't know how all this works. I just have so, I have so many questions. Amethyst has claimed having sex with ghost lovers is better than with physical people. She told the son her orgasms with spirit lovers have been more satisfying than with real men and that she can feel their weight and energy. Her family, who Amethyst describes as alternative, is not phased by her relationship and her friends are just pleased she has found love. Come on, who are are these people? Who is your family and who are your friends that literally no one in your life has brought up any of these questions and they're all just totally chill? Oh, can we meet him? Oh, he's here? Do we bust out a Ouija board to have a combo with... Well, it doesn't even have a name. Do you have a name for them? What do you call them then? Probably just pet names. Now that I think about it, probably just pet names. Because he doesn't have a name. Or they don't have a name. What do you mean your family and friends are alternative so they're chill with you fucking getting married to a ghost? What? Like, hey, you know, all the power to you. You want to, if marrying a ghost makes you happy, fucking do it. You know, marry that ghost. Live that paranormal white picket fence, couple of ghost kids running around. Your ghost husband goes off to his ghost job. You know, great. That's all well and good. But there are a lot of very real questions that I have about the logistics of this entire thing. And I, and I genuinely cannot believe that no one in your life has, has posed any of these questions to you. No one. Well, are they just not curious at all? No one's like, can you legally marry a ghost? Nothing. The Mirror Online has previously reported how Amethyst met her spirit lover in the Australian bush 
and then followed her back home to the UK. Great. So we're we're in the mix now. Fucking Australian ghosts. Thanks a lot, Australia. You did it again. Now we're now we're in the mix on this story. God damn it. She claims they joined the Mile High Club and had sex in the toilets of the plane. First of all, I've I've been in plane toilets, okay? If anyone's fucking in them, that's a feat. And that's a feat of physicality that you've managed to do it in such a tight space. There's nothing sexy about it, but impressive. I think that's why people have sex on planes. Because it's impressive. <laughs> that just sounds creepy and weird. Okay, so they she fucked a ghost on the plane. The huge, you know, that's how it is. How was your how was your trip to Australia? Great. Very good. Met a guy or a girl? Not sure. Don't know their name. Fucked him on a plane. We're dating now. They're a ghost. What? On how they met, Amethyst said, When I was in Australia taking a walk out in the bush, just suddenly it approached me. Just something you feel, an emotional, physical presence. This is fucking, this is ridiculous. You're just out for a stroll and some bush ghost runs up on you and now you're getting married to it. Okay. I fell in love with it, I guess. It's the one. Immediately? Or over time? How are you? uh, This is so weird because like, even if you are into ghosts and the paranormal and all that stuff, if one fucking runs up on you in the bush... You're not just you're not just chill about it. You're still at least a little freaked out. Did you fall in love immediately? Was it love at first haunt? In a previous appearance on This Morning, I'm guessing that's a TV show, when asked about having a baby, she said, I hope so. I would hope physical. I've been looking at phantom pregnancies. I believe a phantom pregnancy is a real pregnancy, but you have a phantom inside of you rather than a human baby. The reason we don't carry them to full term is the people who have them don't comprehend it or think it's possible. I hope through understanding my body, I will be able to. I don't know what it will turn out like, whether it will be in human form or spirit form. I don't know. I mean, that... I would love to see the faces of the doctors when they see nothing crowning. How... I have so many questions about how the actual, like how this physically works in the world. This is so bizarre to me. There are so many moving parts to this and so many variables. Like, God, there's, okay. How do you have a, how do you have a ghost baby? And who looks after it? Oh man, this is just, oh. In another This Morning appearance last year, Amethyst talked about the fact she left her fiancé after he caught her having an affair with a spirit. What did I just read? First of all, she left him after she had an affair with a ghost? What? Amethyst said that one night she decided to dress in sexy lingerie and hang around in the spare room where she'd felt the ghost presence the most. She said she waited a while before anything happened and feared that she'd put the ghost off by coming on too strong. That's gonna that yeah that's a that's a that's the risk you run. You know you gotta you gotta know they like the pursuit, so you can't come on too strong. Otherwise, nothing's gonna happen. Everyone knows that. But she claims that just before falling asleep, a ghost turned up and they had sex. Well, that's perfect timing. 
Amethyst went on to discuss how her relationship with her fiancé ended after he caught her in bed with the ghost. How? How did he do that? I'm getting a lot of visual visuals from... Was it Scary Movie 2? Where the chick has sex with the ghost? Well, then the ghost gives her STDs or something like that. But I mean, like, how, how did he catch you in bed? Like, she said he... She said that he says he saw the shape of a man through the window when he pulled up outside. So she cheated on him with a real person and then claimed it was a ghost is basically what's happening with this. This is all starting to make sense now. This is, she's been caught in a lie and she's lied to cover up the lie. And now it's, it's snowballed out of control and now she's on TV and she's marrying a ghost. Amethyst said she believes her first ghost was in love with her and says she was in love with it, but things fizzled out in the end. Ugh. She also said she was angry that the ghost had shown his physical form to her fiancé, but not her. When asked if sex with a ghost ends in orgasm, Amethyst said, for me, yes. There is a considerable amount to unpack in that story, but fuck me. <sighs> I just... What are, you, what are your friends and family doing? I Look, I understand that you believe in this stuff and you think, and like she's, and she's having these experiences. That's fine. But no one, no one, you've surrounded yourself with, okay. No one's saying anything, huh? Like, oh, oh, yeah, good. And how's he doing? Or is he, haven't talked to him again? Has it been another nine months since you've, since he said a, a sentence? Although I guess, Someone would have to, right? Like, I you talk about how oh, I've got I've got such an alternative friend group and family. Someone's got to have said something. And she's just not bringing it up because she's all focusing on, you know, the love. The love of the whole situation. Hey, love, it's a strange thing. And in this case, it's even stranger. 22-year-old Eric Ramirez had his nose and ears removed and his face tattooed to look like a skull. Now he wants his genitals removed. You know, that's a lot to unpack in the first part of a story anyway. That's that's a lot for the opening of a story. The nose is gone. The ears are gone. Get him out of here. What else can we get rid of? The goods. He began by having his mother's face inked on his back and says he started wanting to resemble a living skull. Ramirez had his tattoo artist friend remove the tip of his nose and ears so that he would resemble a skull. How did that conversation go, do you think? How do you bring that up? Oh, man. So, you've been laying down some really sweet ink lately. That one you did on my back, that's healing up real nice. Been using bepanthin on it. It's really good. Hey, real quick question. Quick question. Don't happen to moonlight in any other aspects. Of the body modification realm, do you? Some piercings, some scarification, cut my nose off. What's up? Ramirez said, quote, We're all the same. No matter if you're a boy or a girl, a man or an elderly man, we're always the same. A skeleton. He told a reporter from Los Informantes that his fantasy is to remove his genitals so he can become totally flat like a skeleton. He says he laughs when people scream at his appearance and claim that pain is like medicine for him. Oh boy. Ramirez was the first person in Colombia to opt to have their nose and ears voluntarily removed 
prompting a media storm in the country. I can imagine. I can imagine that don't come up too often. That don't come up every day of the week. Who's... Fuck. Because you can't just... You can't just get anything done that you want to get done. Someone's got to do it. And a lot of the people are like, that's not okay. I'm not going to do that. You want to lop, you want to lop the dick and the, and the balls off? Why? Skeleton. Probably not going to, probably not going to risk my medical license on that one, if I'm honest. The young man said he was always fascinated by skulls as a child, but refrained from any body mutilation while his mother was alive as she wouldn't have given the green light. Despite his terrifying appearance, attracting stares in public, and making strangers uncomfortable, Ramirez insists he is a normal person who just happens to look different. Quote, I just feel good the way I am. You know what? Good, good. Look, this is clearly a guy with some deep-seated issues around maybe the whole mum thing, about his mum passing away. But, um... Mate, if looking like a skull makes you look, makes you, makes you feel good, do you think you look good, feel good? Do you think? All the, all the skull power to you. I got a skull. I have a rep, I have a, I have a replica of a human skull on my shelf. Love it. You want to walk around looking like one? Fuck. All the power to you. Eric, all the power to you. That's our second one. Look, it's weird. But it's also like, hey, if that's your thing. Actually, that's that's kind of the takeaway for a lot of these is like, hey, this is weird as shit. But if it's your thing and it ain't affecting anyone else, f- fine. Great. This third one we've got here. Swedish naturist Maxine Bjork has shared a photo on Instagram of herself naked and smeared in her own menstrual blood, which she calls her own, quote, life-giving fluids. Nothing weird about that, sitch. That's just another Instagram post. There ain't nothing weird about that. Unsurprisingly, the image garnered a strong reaction from her 44,000 followers with comments since being disabled. Posted on October 26th, Maxine, who currently lives in Bali, reveals she shared it to promote, quote, acceptance and love. The caption reads, Today, after a very productive and super fun day, I just came home all emotional with lots on my mind that I that I just push aside and because I didn't have a space to deal with it in the moment. I sat down and did some deep breathing and all of a sudden felt a strong urge to cover myself in my life-giving fluids as a woman. So without really thinking of why or anything else, I just did. Smudged it all over my body and then rolled around naked in the grass in my garden, all covered in my menstrual blood. Smelled the earth and started crying intensely, both from happiness and sadness. After some crying, I started laughing instead. I'm so happy to have my mum in my life. We both help each other get through some roller coasters. The family, situ- the family situation we are in right now is just very draining, but that's life and exactly how it's supposed to be in the moment. Accept and love. She hit back at haters by uploading a photo of her sporting a huge grin and saying, quote, So interesting how people can't accept that we're all different and have different views about life. I'm not telling people to think like me, but with my actions, I want to express to people to listen to their hearts and do what feels right for them, even though it doesn't fit the norm. And that's why I even use social media. I want to spread how I live so people can be inspired to dare to live how they want to live. It's a great message. Powerful message. Wake up, sheeple! 
Stop listening to society. Stop listening to your heart when it tells you to douse yourself in period blood. Wake up! For a moment, just imagine that. Imagine a person being in front of you covered in their own period blood. Just take that in for a second. Imagine walking in on a naked woman covered in blood, rolling around in the grass, crying and laughing. I'm not confronting that, Sitch. Nope. Not a chance. I'm out. I am I am so out of there. So I've seen enough horror movies to know exactly how that goes. One of two things happens in that situation. I'm either about to be attacked by a demon or I'm about to get shanked in the neck. I'm not dealing with that whatsoever. I walk in, see that happening. I turn right the fuck around and I'm walking away. I'm out. You being the like a, the, a bystander to that situation, nothing good's coming from that. Nothing good is happening for you. And I'm assuming that she probably disabled those comments and stuff. Probably lost a few people around the blood point, maybe. It's all about acceptance. Yes. Love. Yes. Smelling the earth. Yes, Maxine. Preach it. Covering yourself in menstrual blood. Sorry? I want to spread love. Yep. No, got that. Got the love. What was the blood thing that you just said? Do what feels right. Okay, Maxine, you definitely... I'm going to need you to stop. You definitely said something about smearing yourself in period blood and life-giving fluids for a second. Now, I'm going to need you to elaborate on that. Unity! What are you talking about? I'm all for spreading a positive message. You know, I've listened to... Tony Robbins, you know, I'm all ab- I'm all about taking in a motivational, you know, people showing their alternative lifestyles. Here's how I live and you don't need to you don't need to live how the world tells you to live. You can live off the grid in a tiny house and cover yourself in period blood. The period blood is where you're going to lose a lot of people, I feel like. But hey, that's the wonder of the internet. You know, that's why that's the internet's a great thing. It's a great place. People actually a lot of people say that like, oh man, the internet is so fucking weird. It's not the internet. And that's this is why I wanted to do this show. I'm so fascinated by how people think and how people like what their motivations are and their reasonings behind things and and their thought process, like how they how they think about things or how they justify stuff to themselves. Fascinated by all that stuff. But people people say like, man, the internet's weird. The internet's not weird. People are fucking weird. People are so goddamn weird. And we're all weird. We've all got like some weird thing that we do. Like there are people who f- love to... St- smell their own butt crack like there are people who love to and there's probably people who love to like every day i eat a three tablespoons of mayonnaise you know what i mean like people this those are very tame i mean we just talked about someone who's marrying a ghost someone else who cut their features off to look like a skull and someone else who's covering themselves in menstrual blood and my wackadoo thing was eating some mayonnaise Kind of pales in comparison a little bit. (laughs) But like, yeah, I mean, people are fascinating. People are fascinating and weird and awesome. And that's why I wanted to do this show. 
because I love, I love getting in the mind of people and seeing, you know, because people do some crazy shit, some shit that like, you know, you would sit there and watch and be like, or listen to and just be like, fuck, like that wouldn't even come on my radar to even attempt to do something like that. And then other people are just out here doing it. People are so weird. People are weird, wonderful, and crazy, fucking batshit crazy, and amazing. And I'm fascinated by them. Bit of a tangent about that, but um, we gotta we gotta pick ourselves a winner here. I mean, look, I'm not even gonna run through it. It's got to be the girl who. It's got to be Amethyst, and I and I know, I, yeah, a girl literally covered herself in period blood. And was and was like as happy as a pig and shit doing it, and and sh- shared it online, and and thought people yeah live alternative. Here's how I do it. Here's how I do a Tuesday. What do you do Taco Tuesdays? That's piss week, piss week. Taco Tuesdays out. Menstrual blood Wednesdays are in. But it's got it. Look, it's and I understand that. Chicks covering herself in blood. That's weird. That's weird as shit. But there is so much going on with the chick who's marrying a ghost. So much going on with her. The whole situation. I I have so many questions about how the wedding would take place. How it would happen. How is he going to get a ring? How are they going to do the hand binding thing? She's hoping to have get pregnant with a ghost baby. No one. None of her friends and family are saying anything like that. That's a great, that's a, that's a weird and wonderful situation. I would love to see just like, fuck. I would love, Amethyst needs to have a YouTube channel and she needs to do like day, day in the life with, you know, a day in the life of uh, being a ghost's fiance. Like, I want to see what that shit's about. Oh my god! I would love to see in the day a day in the a day in the life with Amethyst, with best shit ever. But um, uh, uh, hats on, hats on to Amethyst. She's the winner. Uh, absolutely the 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 strangest story here. But man, lot of weird ones this week. Lot of weird stuff going on. But uh, that's gonna do it. That's gonna do it for this one. Thank you for listening and hanging out. I really do appreciate you listening. Um, Follow along social media so you can be notified when episodes go out. We're week to week now. So, um, you know, there'll be more stuff being posted on the the socials. It's Slopfest Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Um, Yeah, like I said, now that that it's week to week, um, I'll be sort of posting pictures and and stuff that's sort of like relevant to to the story uh or to the stories of that week's episode um because i sort of i banked up a few episodes and then they're all up now on uh itunes and stuff like that so uh that hey that'd be helpful if you're listening and you liked it tell a friend head over to itunes or your apple podcast app type in slop fest under the search, under browse or whatever, and go leave a review. Go leave a five-star review. It really um, really helps out. Let's Apple know that other people should see it. Um, like I said last week, there is a website coming. 
Uh, I've finally set up all the hosting and stuff yesterday. So all these episodes are finally out now. Uh, so the next thing to do is the website. And like I was saying in the last episode, um, that'll have more in-depth uh, show notes and, and pictures and stuff from from the stories so that uh, if you're interested to know what Amethyst looks like, you've got to see the lady who's marrying the ghost. You can head over to the website and uh, and check that out. And same thing with like Eric, what does Skullman look like before and after? Shit like that. So there will be a website coming. Again, if you follow at uh, Slotfest Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, I'll be posting when the website goes up. But yeah, the idea there is to have sort of like a central hub where the show will live and there'll be more in-depth notes and uh, images and stuff like that. Um, we can do some weird and creative stuff. It's going to be fun. Anyway, yeah, that's going to do it for me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. Oh my God. I was about to end the fucking show without even doing honorable mentions. I don't even know how to do my own fucking show. Okay. We're back momentarily. Uh, Honorable mentions. This week, there were a few. Uh, Satanic Temple is suing Netflix over Sabrina's use of the Baphomet. Uh, They don't like how they're being represented, you know? So they're taking, they're going for a slice of Netflix. Uh, Time Traveler from the year 6000 claims dinosaurs return to Earth in 4529 to be kept in zoos. So obviously someone found a meth pipe and a copy of Jurassic Park. And a woman earns $180,000 a year for selling her dirty socks online. Uh, Yeah, welcome to the internet. Had to dip back in. Had to do the honorable mentions. I'm like, this is only episode five and I'm fucking up my own show. This time, for real. I'll see you next week.